In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, No one has gone up to heaven except the one who came down from heaven. The Son of Man who is in heaven and the Son of Man must be lifted up as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Yes, God loved the world so much that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. For God sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world, but so that through him the world might be saved. The Gospel of the Lord. The cross has been used in a myriad of ways and for a whole range of reasons. In today's world, it has become a piece of cosmetic jewelry or accessory, a decoration on the wall to fill up an empty space, embroidered on clothing as a fashion statement and used by town planners at the conjunction of roads. It had been admired, vilified, used as an instrument to instill fear and terror, and often neglected and ignored by so many. But for us Christians, the cross of Christ, the centre and pinnacle of God's saving work, is the centrepiece of our faith. The cross reveals the most profound Debts of God's love. God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. Nevertheless, the cross remains a sign of contradiction. It is both an unthinkable disgrace and yet a potent source of grace. By human standards, it shouldn't make sense. It shouldn't work, and yet it does. In fact, it's the greatest paradox. Life from death pardon from penalty, and justification from judgment. In the Roman Empire, the cross brought death in a brutal, humiliating way. But instead of shame and defeat, believers of Jesus Christ find life in the cross. It has inspired confidence in armies to march into battle and others to sue for peace. It has been used as a palpable symbol of power, as well as powerlessness. And so, it is both despised as well as coveted. So how is the cross a symbol of power and powerlessness? The cross is a symbol of powerlessness, we can understand. But how can it also be a symbol of power? The symbolism of power hidden in the cross is often lost on us. It is on the cross that Christ receives the highest exaltation from God at the moment he suffered the greatest humiliation at the hands of men. As Christ was lifted up on the cross, he lifts up humanity and indeed all creation. As today's gospel reminds us, for God sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world, but so that through him the world might be saved. The cross possesses the power to forgive sins which are hidden the power to heal consciences and human hearts. But paradoxically, the cross is also a symbol 
and an instrument of powerlessness. On the wood of the cross, the most powerful being in the universe chose to be powerless. God took an instrument of evil, an instrument that brings death and transforms it so that it gives life, brings goodness and healing. And that's what you hear Jesus saying about himself. When I am lifted up, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, then I will give life. The power and the powerlessness of the cross provide us with the necessary lens to view our own suffering, our daily crosses. Each of us, when we bear our crosses, are invited to share in the redemptive suffering of Christ. The cross of Christ, therefore, teaches us that we can find glory in humiliation. We can find power in weakness, in that which makes us vulnerable and even seemingly powerless. In the cross, we are healed. In the cross, we are saved. In the cross, we are victorious. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.